It's time now for super psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. Welcome to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. This evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And today is Sunday, December the 20th, 2020, and I'm psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell. And I hope you're all staying safe wherever you are. Well, keep, we keep you informed and hopefully entertained. And Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here with us to make the show run smoothly as usual. And we have another great program in store for you. In a little while after the break, we'll be joined live from Melbourne, Australia, where it's already Monday morning, by Robert Anthony, founder of Great Life Choice. While working in London, Robert became saddened by how unhappy the people with whom he worked were about their lives. So he created a way to get balance back in our lives and find the key to happiness. So looking forward to hearing Robert's tips on keys to happiness and his discussion of the great life choice. Later in the program, the twins Ruben and Minerva are back to join us from the Bay of Banderas, Mexico. And along the way, passion during this pandemic winter and into the new year, hopefully a brighter new year. And throughout this evening, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me, and I will read them on the air to my guest. And my email address is drmara, that's D-R-M-A-R-A, at drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. And you can hear this evening's program again after the program and get all of the links to um, any contact information or websites that we talk about on the program by going to my website and the link to the podcast will be posted along with all of those website links and important information that will be posted later tonight. You can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to blog talk radio. That's B L O G talk radio.com slash your golden years. And you can also listen after the program on Apple Podcasts. And for information about previous programs and to listen to previous programs, find out about my book, read my my, uh, blog, go to my website, drmaracarpell.com. And you can hear all of the previous programs that we have done here on Blog Talk Radio by going to blogtalkradio.com slash yourgoldenyears. And also, all of those programs are now on Apple Podcasts going back seven years since we've been on Blog Talk Radio. And to find out what's coming up next time and any other future events, follow me on Facebook, 
Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And we're going to take a very brief break. We're going to play some of our sponsors' commercials. But don't go anywhere. It'll be very brief. And when we come back, Robert Anthony will be joining us from Melbourne, Australia, right here to talk about the keys to happiness and the great life choice. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. All right, and we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And now joining me live from Melbourne, Australia, where it is already tomorrow morning, <laughs> we have Robert Anthony to discuss the great life choice. Welcome, Robert. Are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I just want to let you know that when we speak like this, there's a slight delay. But you sound like That's you're fine. right next door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I'm actually in the closet <laughs> because we live close to an airport. Well, look, thank you very much for having me on. And Yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, well, you tell me what you want to know. I I got muted for a second. What time is it over there in Melbourne, Australia? Uh, It's just going past 10 a.m. in the morning. All right. On On Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So you can tell us what's going to happen tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you can tell me what happened yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) We're sounding like the Beatles, aren't we? <laughs> anyway, and it's and you're well, we're going into the winter. We're going to winter solstice tomorrow, and you're in yes, summertime. We're, we're going into summer solstice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you have a lo- you have a lovely white Christmas, and we have a very hot Christmas. That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, no. interesting. So, it is. So, yeah, and it's really cool that we can do this. So we can talk, I mean, the furthest distance possible on the globe, and we can talk like this. Yes. The technology today is incredible if we use it It correctly. really is. <laughs> yeah. So, so 
So, Robert, I know you have you have an interesting story and what led you to creating the Great Life Choice. So, why don't you give our listeners a little bit about your background before we jump into what it is? Okay. Well, I'm an accountant, and um, via default, uh, many years ago, I found myself in London, and um, I got involved in the National Health Service over there. And what I began to find really saddened me that here we had the National Health Service, but they didn't look after their own. And I found it very disturbing that I would find senior nurses, uh, department managers, in tears, um, very upset with what was going on around them. And um, through a series of events, um, I also found racial prejudice there. And um, I created a situation where I met with the, the CEO of London Ambulance and I asked him when he, before he became CEO, if he was a paramedic and in driving around the streets of London, if he saw a image like a body on the side of the road, did he go and lift it up first to find out what colour it was or did he administer first aid? And he told me he administered first aid. I said, well, that's, that's great, but why don't you do it within your own organisation? And he was gobsmacked, um, he, he just couldn't mm-hmm. believe what I was bringing to his attention. and um, But then after a while, he began to realise that the racial prejudice had crept inside the, the, the entire organisation. And I constantly reminded people that when we went out into shopping centres, where we go airports, anywhere around the world, there's only two toilets out there, male and female. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the moment I work with an Australian Aboriginal organisation and the the head, she's a traditional Aboriginal and she's married mm-hmm. to a white European guy and they've had children because men and women everywhere around the world are the same and we forget that. And it just saddened me that such an obvious thing, um, we, were, we were allowed allowing wedges to be driven between us and it's not the the meaning of life um we're we're Mm -hmm. supposed to enjoy our time here and these two things that we have on the side of our head ears and the two things in front the eyes they gather all this information and they bring them into our own good self and we turn them into things and we the obvious thing is that we're each of us is a single entity and it amazes me when people get upset by something that somebody said to them and I remind them that well you're the one that's turned it into something because it's not a solid object we can't pass it backwards and forwards it floats through the air invisible vibrational energy it goes into our ears and and you turn it into something and Mm -hmm. so these very obvious things that are all around us and that we overlook 
um, I decided to create a way to bring it to people's attention. And um, along the way, we discovered the wheel of life and we created our own. We divided it into eight sections, um, health and wellness, wealth and finance, relationships, environment, personal growth, your career, our our religions. um, And we, we did an introduction and a closure to it. And, the, the whole endeavour is to extend a hand out to people, to give them a lift and to awaken them to the fact that they're in control. Um, nobody else can c- creep into their head. There mm-hmm. is totally up to them. And it, it, it's sad that people do the things that they do to, do to themselves. And, you know, good folk like yourself are around to hold their hand and, and take them through the sessions that you take them through. But at the end of the day, you know exactly what I'm talking about, um, that we change the way that we think and suddenly the outcomes everywhere are different. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, as I said, I, I just found it really sad. And, look, the, the, the entire situation was preempted by the fact that I was interviewing a Nigerian gentleman for a job and um, with his qualifications I just could not believe that he didn't have anything and um, I looked after him but at the end of the day when I asked him why he didn't have anything he started pulling at his skin and uh, I I just couldn't believe what I was witnessing and Mm -hmm. just to want to do something and uh, here we are (laughs) talking about it through our a good friend, Kylie Harris. Mm-hmm. Yep, who was on the show yep. just a, a few months ago. Um, All right, okay. Yeah, and she's going to be back on the program again. Um, oh, yeah, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. 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 So, so what does the great life choice involve? Um, well, it involves a sign-up and then We've got 10 areas, the introduction, the eight areas of the wheel that we've identified or I've identified, and uh-huh. the call to action. Um, it's a, a series of lesson plans that people, once they join, they get access to those lesson plans because at the end of the day, um, the answers that we seek are all within ourselves. Um, and these are lesson plans designed to get people thinking about what they're doing with their lives, what they're doing with their day, um, what they're doing with their relationships with others, mm-hmm. and to get them to realise that they're in control. Um, they can get upset by things or they can just say, thank you, I'd love to. Um, and they, they're teaching them how to move forward with things and, and unblock the blockages that they've created in their life because nobody else can do it. Um, Right. It's a thought, as you know, through psychology, it's um, it's unleashing the power within. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned, you know, when people are in sessions with me and, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I am limited 
by the fact that I can't actually go into somebody's head and change the way that they think. <laughs> right? I can only well, let's, I can only yeah. I can only point things out and it's up to the it's up to each one of us to work on it and notice when we're mm-hmm. having thoughts that are distorted and are not yep. serving us. Mhm. Yeah, well, that that's what we do too. Um, mm-hmm. But we do it in a different way. Um, I like to remind people that they're in control and they can use all the excuses under the sun um, and they can blame others. But at the end of the day, the the buck stops here. Um, nobody, right. As you said, nobody can get into your head and go and change all the gears and and the way you think. You can only do that yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the really unfortunate part about it is I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm not getting this out there, I'm, get, I'm working with an African-American gentleman in California, and um, he's been there. He, he, he's had to go through all the prejudice that exists over there. Um, oh, but sure. he keeps coming out the other, yeah. He keeps coming out the other side with his head raised high and the fact that, you know, every night from, I think it's from about 11 till 2 in the morning, he goes out on the streets feeding kids and he doesn't look at whether Mm. they're black, white or yellow. He just goes out and feeds them um, because Mm -hmm. they're homeless, um, they're in need, and all he does is help people. And he's he's Mm -hmm. an incredible person. And it's just sad that there aren't more like he, he and, and yourself and, and Kylie around. Um, but mo- probably most of the people listening to this show are, are, are this mm-hmm. but Sure. The, so, the, the whole so endeavor it, of this. Sorry. You go. No, go on. <laughs> yeah, no, well, we have not, this well, that, that's the whole endeavor of the great life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's the whole endeavor of the great life site is to get this message out to people and start the waterfall flowing. Um, yeah. The waterfall of, you know, benefit. So, so if listeners are wondering, you know, what is it that he's going to teach me and it's great life choice. Can you give a couple of tips for listeners and how they might start getting um, going towards, happiness and and um, moving in that direction well that that's a tricky that's a tricky question because the answer is as you know from your practice the answer is different for each and every one of us um okay looks so, you know any overall it, i mean you mentioned you mentioned one thing about the way that we uh you know take what someone says to us and how we decide whether we make a choice, whether we want to be upset about it or let it go. Um, yeah. And um, Look, uh, sorry. Um, we, 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 we try to get the message through to people that they're totally in control of the way they interpret mm-hmm. the words that are said to them. Um, right. I, I've, I've got some Indigenous guys guys here that work with me and for me um, mm-hmm. and, and I've had them come back from field jobs and you know, they get all upset and I go, why? Why do you want to do that to yourself? 
And, and I believe that the first action that we should, should all take is to sit down and realise that we are the ones that do us do it to ourselves. Nobody else can hand it to you, as I said earlier. It's not a solid object passes to you. It's this invisible vibrational energy that goes into these two things on the side of our head and we are in charge of how we interpret those vibrational energies. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the confusing part about it is and maybe I'm a nasty little old man, I don't know. <laughs> um, but in shopping centres, you know, the, the old car park rage and, and that that goes on. And, you know, I've, I've gotten out of my car a couple of times and I've had people abusing me and swearing and, um, you know, the, the way that they can go on. And uh -huh. you should see the stunned look on their face when I turn around and go, and I smile at them, I go, thank you, I'd love to do that. <laughs> Because they're uh -huh. telling you, you know, they're using obscene language and they're telling you right. to go and do things. Um, <laughs> but most of us want to do <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and uh -huh. they, they, it just leaves them God-smacked and defenseless. You know, they, they think they're big mm -hmm. and tough. Well, what's so tough about it? They're just showing how demeaning they are. And, um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a sad fact of life. Like, as I said, you know, Working in the health service in London for so long, by default, um, I just found myself out there cancelling people more so than doing the accounting. Um, mm -hmm. And it was just very obvious and easy things to teach them. So that's what the, the site endeavours to do. Um, it presents a series of um, lesson plans that you download and you decide what is right for you. Um, mm -hmm. The questions are designed so that anybody can approach them um, and it begins to get you to be, think about the actions that you take that create the outcomes that you seek. Um, mm -hmm. Because nobody, as I said earlier, we're each and each of us is an individual universe. Um, nobody can get inside. You know, the, the sad part about it is that, you know, in psychology and psychiatry, all you can do is sit there and counsel them and get people to, to begin to realize that they're in control, that it is mm -hmm. their universe. It is, it, it's their little world. Nobody else can get in there. And they're in charge. And it, mm -hmm. it's that confidence factor that we try to boost. It's the the goodwill feeling within each other. Um, you know, it's just sad that it's lacking, and that the the societies that we've created. You know, I, I, I go back to the way the old indigenous tribes used to work, and they were there for each other. With the fast-paced societies that we've created, I, we've lost touch with each other we've lost touch with ourselves mm -hmm. so you know I write I talk about this a lot on my program and I've written about it in my book about how mm. doing things for other people like you were just talking about and you're talking about the gentleman in yeah. California when we do things for other people we actually are helping ourselves 
because yes. we connect. We, you know, the we connect to our, you know, a really wonderful feeling and a feeling of purpose, which mm-hmm. is like yep. very important in being happy. So, yep. so no, having said that, correct. I yeah, and having said that, I noticed that your your um, program, the Great Life Choice, is also involved in humanitarian work. Um, can you tell us about the work that you're doing? Yes. Um, well, look, something like sixty percent of the proceeds um, go out to humanitarian projects. Um, my friend in California, um, we support him with the food that he buys for, for you know kids on the streets. Um, we provide people with housing subsidies um, be, you know, because their circumstances are such that they're in need. Um, my friend in uh, my colleague in Thailand. Um, he goes out to villages and we we feed people in, in villages over there. And um, we've got plans to go into Europe and, and do things over there, but you know, it, it's going to be completely dependent on how successful the site, be, the, the website becomes over the next couple of months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, I, I'll be be honest with you, I sat on this for about six or seven years and um, I met a gentleman from Perth and gave him a copy of the movie that I did and um, two or three days later he rung rung me up and (laughs) he gave me the greatest dressing down of all time that um, I had to stop being lazy and, and negligent and I had to get this out there to the world so that people could get the benefit from it. And um, that's what we're trying to do now. We're trying to get it moving. Um, it, it's uh-huh. chugging along slowly, but uh, we'd like to get the momentum there. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, thanks to Kylie, I'm here today. And uh-huh. your good self. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is a pretty new, uh, really a uh, pretty new website. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's only been up three or four months. Okay, all right. Um, and I I saw that you were doing some work on the environment. Is that also part of it? Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, we well, uh, the work that I do with the indigenous people um, at the moment it's the accounting work, but a couple of years back through necessity, um, I used to have to go out and. Over here, you've got to get uh, a permit to build a house on virgin land, and we've still got a lot of virgin land over here. And mm-hmm. because of the indigenous habitat a long time back, there's still relics and artifacts out there. And we go out and we collect them. We sieve the soil down to, uh, I think it's about one and a half metres down. Um, and we collect them all and make sure that there's nothing left, and they become museum or pieces that go back to the Indigenous people for special reburials in in places that have been designated no-go zones. Um, 
And out of that, I just got this massive feeling for the environment. Um, one of the projects that I've got planned once the site kicks off and we get the cash flow is to clean up the oceans of the world. Like, so many people don't realise the islands of plastic that are floating around everywhere. And, mm -hmm. you know, for the entire planet, I think we've got two disposal ships. They can't keep up with the damage. Now, I was explaining to Kylie, and I, I believe yourself when we spoke, we've got this underutilised resource sitting all around the world that we don't use very much anymore. Japan does, but the rest of the world doesn't. And it's called the whaling fleet. Now, if a, if, if a boat can go out and pick up a, a, a harpooned whale, why can't it go out and pick up a, an island of plastic and take mm. the plastic to the disposal ships rather than the other way around? You know, it, we, look at thing, we look at the problems from the wrong perspective. Um, I know a friend of mine um, recently, he completed his PhD, and he was in a... Uh, a meeting um, with this gentleman that was looking for people to hire. Anyway, the, the gentleman posed a question to everybody and everybody around the table started answering it and he just sat there looking. And the interviewer turned around to him and said, well, what do you think, Garen? And he said, I believe you're looking at it the wrong way. And he goes, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. He said, why don't you look at it backwards instead of forwards? And he said, exactly what I was after. We look mm -hmm. at things as we've been trained to look at them. We've got to learn to open our eyes, our heart, our ears. We've got to look at it as human beings again. Mm -hmm. And the other, you know, the other sad fact about that it is that we're just another animal on the planet. And right. You know, we've, we've got this brain that has accelerated us further than the others. Um, but in going further, we've gone backwards so you know it's, it's it's using this to generate a cash flow that will bring on even more humanitarian work and environmental mm -hmm. work uh, because I don't believe it's too late the planet has an so, amazing way of recovering for itself mm -hmm. so in other words if people um you know, become part of your course as they, you know, mm -hmm. subscribe to the course. They're also in at the same time they're doing humanitarian work because some of the proceeds go to One. these projects. One hundred percent correct. Mm, that's great. Uh, yeah, so people are helping themselves yeah, and helping the world at the same time. Yep. But in helping themselves, they're also helping the world. <laughs> right, right. Because they're helping that little environment called me. Right, right. But they're also yeah, helping look, the yeah. outer world. Uh, yes, yep. Uh, interested in finding out about uh, a great life choice, what's the best way they can do that? Um, just if they go to the website, greatlifechoice.com. Um, okay. And it, 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 it's spelt exactly how it sounds, G-R-E-A-T-L-I-F-E, choice.com, and um, everything they would like to know will be there. 
Okay. Um, and if they have any questions, is there a contact? Um, is there any uh, an email address or um, contact information or a contact? Uh, well, they can they can uh, email me. Um, okay. Uh, well, my email address is Robert dot Anthony A N T H O N Y eight eight eight. So that's three eights at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and you know, and I, I, I don't. I really don't mind which way, if that's what they would like to do. Um, we're mm-hmm. here to help. Exactly the same okay. as you are. And, um, yeah. The more, and I was looking... Yeah, the more of us... Yeah, sorry, you go. No, go on. I said the more of us that we can get to begin to create the, the flow-on effect for this, the greater the benefits are going to be for humanity. Absolutely. I, I, I honestly believe that. Absolutely. I mean, I looked through the website and it looks it looks really it looks really good. So I I hope that Thank you. you know people will will start to subscribe to it and I'll be posting um, the information and your contact information on my website post about this show tonight along with the podcast. So. Um, if people didn't have their pen and paper handy, they can just go to my website later tonight and it'll be there. Um, okay. So thank, thank you so much, Robert, for joining us um, all the way from Australia. And, um, <laughs> let's, let's amazing technology, Dr. Mara. I know. It <laughs> yes, really no, is. please do. <laughs> yeah. yeah let's yes, it stay makes the world a smaller place. It really does. And I'll have to tell you a mm-hmm. story sometime about my dad in Melbourne during World War II. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. We'll so. make a time for that in the new year. <laughs> okay. And let's stay in touch. And All right. Well, you, I'll go. You, I'd love to have you back yeah. on the show as things start to really build up on your website and with the things that you're doing. It, they are. It, it's just... This can't be held back. Um, it's, it's too important to everybody out there. That's right. All right. Well, on that okay. note, I've got to race off to the dentist now. <laughs> All right. Well, have fun. <laughs> and have a very Thank happy you very New much. Year. Okay. You too. Right. Okay. Thank you. you take care right. and thank you, everybody out there. Okay. Bye-bye now. See Bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Worried about memory loss? Dr. Ronald DeVere, certified neurologist and director of Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders in Lakeway, has been helping those with dementia and memory loss for over 12 years. Specializing in the diagnosis, treatment, and counseling of those with memory loss and dementia, Dr. DeVere also has a book to reduce your worry and fear by knowing the fact. Memory loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. Available now on Amazon.com. Dr. Ronald DeVere, Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders center in Lakeway, and his book, Memory Loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 512-261-7909. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaracarpel.com. And we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpel and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpel.com. And later on, before the show ends, we're going to have the twins, Minerva and Ruben, join us from Bay of Bandadas, Mexico. 
we were in Australia, and then we'll be in Mexico. Um, but meanwhile, before we get to them, I wanted to talk. This is our last show in 2020. We're going to take off the holiday weekends that are coming up, and so the next show won't be until January. And so I wanted to talk about, you know, ending the year um, in a more positive way, getting ready for 2021 and um, being able to, you know, it's been a really rough year and I keep talking about connecting to our passion. And now we're going into winter here in the United States and, um, the numbers of the virus are going up. A lot of places are shutting down. Uh, we do have um, hope on the horizon. People are getting, already getting vaccinated, which is wonderful. Um, and maybe we'll get this virus under control, per, you know, sooner rather than later. But meanwhile, you know, with um, the holidays coming up and some people not abiding by the, you know, the the recommendations of the scientists um, going out and partying and spending time with family that they haven't seen in a long time. I understand the desire to do that, but I think the virus numbers are going to go up. So we need to stay home. And I want to talk about being able to connect to your passion during this pandemic winter. And using it as a time, prepare for 2021. You know, every year at the end of the year, I, 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 you know, no pandemic, during no pandemic, I really try to use this time to, to go within. You know, the, I talked about this last week. Um, the days are, are shorter right now. Tomorrow is the shortest day of the year, uh, being the winter solstice. Um, soon the days will start getting longer, but it's still going to be a while before we have long days. We have a lot of sunlight. And during this time, we tend to want to just be home, even if it's warm out, even if you're in a warmer climate, but especially if you're in a colder climate, um, to just be home, to be, you feel more tired. Um, but that's a natural part of our circadian rhythm, that the winter is meant for going inside, for hibernation, for resting, to follow. We need to follow what our body's telling us. And we need that time sort of to plant the ideas about plant seeds and let them gestate about what we want to do in 2021. What do you have? when the days are longer, when you can get out more, when the virus starts to recede, what plans do you want to make for the new year? What plans do you want to make that you can start doing even when you're home, even when you can't get out to see a lot of people? This is a good time to work on that. Um, one of the things that I started you know, doing to sort of get myself more excited and and more passionate again was I ordered uh, a bunch. I like to draw, 
And I like to make colorful drawings. Uh, I I use markers. That's my medium. That may not be, you know, very what the, you know, the world-known artists use. But I like to use markers and then um, play with it on the computer. That's the medium I use. So I ordered a whole bunch of different colored markers and some colors that I had never um, seen before in markers. And, and pen and paper, uh, paper that's made for pen and marker. And I just started playing with that. Um, and next I'll be playing with it on a computer. And that just sort of stirs up that creativity, that playfulness, that childlike playfulness that we need to have in order to sort of open up um, open us up to being more passionate about life and to discovering the areas of our life that we feel passionate about. Um, I started reading a, a good book, um, a fiction book, which I enjoy. Sometimes I read a lot of nonfiction, but I like to read fiction to sort of open up that creativity again, to sort of have sort of like a fantasy world. Um, we need to do that sometimes. And I really like, I was on Henry X's um, live Instagram television page last week on, on Monday. And actually you can see that on my Facebook page, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, the interview that we did. I'm going to post it on my website as well, the link. And one of the things he suggested to me, we were talking about writing, and I told him that I don't write fiction, although I have spent some time just for just playing around with fiction. And I wrote, I wrote, you know, my self-help book. I write blogs to help people. And he suggested uh, writing fiction and using the same messages in fiction. And I really like that because. Um, one of the things that I like to do sometimes is to write a fictional story where I'm the main character and if there's some sort of hurdle that I need to get over, I have my character figure out how to do that. So these are not things that I'm going to publish. <laughs> They're a way of opening us up to finding more passion in our lives. And this is the time to do that. Um, and um, my writing coach, Kathy Sparrow, sent me an article today that I, that I want to talk about, about finding our passion. And it was a TEDx talk. And I really appreciated this article because the author talks about how our passion isn't necessarily one thing. It isn't that we have one purpose in life and we have to do that one thing. It's finding passion. And I, and I, you know, I sometimes get off track with that and talk about finding our purpose and really opening us up to look for that one purpose. But in my book, I actually talked about passion as a very holistic um, thing, that it has to do with our relationships and um, our, our physical health, our mental health, and doing things that we enjoy. So passion is, is not just about one 
particular thing that we do, that one purpose in life. But as the author talked about, bringing passion into everything that we do. And I, I talked about this on Henry's show um, on Monday a little bit about, you know, sometimes we have to have a job to support us that we don't necessarily like, but we need that. We need to have the money to be able to keep a roof over our heads in order to feed ourselves and our family. And if we do have something that we really love to do and it's not bringing in income yet, then we need the money to support that thing that we love to do, that we shouldn't stop painting and drawing and you know, playing music just because there's no money coming from it. We do it because we love to do it, but we need to work to live and also to be able to buy paints and um, easels and instruments and all of that. And, and we should, if you know, if we're earning enough money, we should invest in ourselves that way. So how to, how do we, you know, have passion in our life when we have to go to a job that takes up most of our life. Well, we need to find a way to bring passion into the work that we're doing. And what um, the author of this article suggests is taking moments of doing the things we like the least and asking ourselves, okay, it's not easy, do this. What can I learn from it? And I talked about this and I wrote about it um, a few weeks ago that sometimes, especially right now when um, we can't necessarily do the things that we love to do, some of them are we're not, we can't go out and perform. We can't be around groups of people. But we're really needed right now to bring light into the world. So sometimes our dharma, our calling, um, is, is to find some, some way to help people right now during this time. And it isn't always fun. Like Robert was talking about the gentleman in California feeding children who are homeless on the street. Well, that isn't uh, fun. We're seeing a lot of pain when we do something like that. But, but we find passion in it because we are doing something that's really purposeful, that we are really helping other people. And that is how we bring more passion into our life. Um, the other thing, just briefly before we go to the interview with the twins is that tomorrow being the winter solstice is a good time to actually do something sort of ceremonial. Um, It's also good to do it on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day to maybe do a meditation in the dark, light a candle, focus on the candles, bringing light into the world, And ask yourself the question as you're meditating, what is it that I want to do in the coming year? What is it that I want to create in this new year? How do I want to bring light into the world? And how do I want to bring light into my own life? Um, 
have a pad and paper next to you as you're, you know, just ask the question, ask the questions and let them go and just sit silently, focusing on the candle or close your eyes and focus on your breath. And you might notice some answers coming to you while you're meditating, or they may come to you when you stop the meditation. Or you might want to ask the question again when you stop the meditation and have a pad and paper and jot them down, what you really want to do. And it's important to keep that and to keep referring back to it, that this is your guidebook for the coming year. Um, It may change. It's not set in stone. How it looks different than how you pictured it when you were meditating, it might look different in the real world, but just the essence of that is the guide book for the path that you're going to take, the seeds that you're going to sow in the coming year. And this can be an exciting time at this moment, the time of dreaming, the time to dream what you want to make a reality. We can't follow a passionate path without giving ourselves time to dream what path we want to follow. So this is a good time for dreaming, dreaming what you want in your life and how you're going to bring that into the world and helping other people and bringing light into the world right now because we really need it. So on that note, Um, We're going to play a little music from Art Mendoza, the producer of this program, about to go and then a place in Banderas Bay, Mexico. And then we're going to the interview with Minerva and Ruben in Banderas Bay, Mexico.
takes me back to my place. Punta Mita time. Hola, Minerva and Ruben. How are you all doing? Everything is good, thanks. How's everything going with the virus over there? Uh, we're doing well. There hasn't been any cases around us. That's good. Oh, that's very good. Great. So where will you be taking us today? Guadalajara. All right. Take us away. Guadalajara is a city in western Mexico. It's known for tequila and mariachi music. Was born in the state of Jalisco, where Guadalajara is the capital Guadalajara Historic Center is dotted with colonial plazas and landmarks such as the Neoclassical Teatro de Boyado and the Cathedral with twin gold spires. The Palacio del Gobierno houses English murals by painter Jose Clemente Orozco. Guadalajara is in the mountains and the elevation is about 5,000 feet. Because of this, the weather is always mild and very seldom hot. There is a population of around 1,500,000 people. Tlaquepaque is also the artist district of Guadalajara where many artists show their work. Also, there is a famous lake, Chapala, where people ride on flower framer pangas on the lake. Guadalajara was founded on 14 February 1542 by Cristóbal de Oñote, a Basque conquistador. Guadalajara is the 10th largest metropolitan area in Latin America and a major Latin American tech hub and financial center. It is one of the most productive and globally competitive cities in the world. Guadalajara has so many things to do, from restaurants, fiestas, museums, and book fairs, and is considered a medium-safe ground because of the cartels in Mexico. Still, if you stay in groups and follow the gates, you will have a great time while there. That was great. Um, I think that's where Art stays overnight when he goes down to Vallarta and Punta Mita. Well, we'll be talking again soon. Stay safe, Ruben and Minerva. Until next time. Adios. Adios. All right. That was Ruben and Minerva in Mexico. Earlier we went to Australia and now back here in Austin, Texas, and we are going to go off the air in a couple of moments, so I want to let you know what's coming up. So as I mentioned, the next two Sundays are the holiday weekend, so we'll be taking a little break and playing some of our recent favorite shows as encores on those days, and then we'll be back in the new year with a whole new lineup of awesome guests, and we'll be starting off the new year with our first 2021 show on Sunday, January 10th with Paula Hopwood, who will be in Alberta, Canada. And Paula will join us to discuss her latest book, Messages in My Mind. And 
we'll have a discussion of her journey and the lessons of hope, love, and transformation learned from leaving the trauma of abuse and near-death experiences. And more. We always have more on the program. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information from this show and about upcoming shows, listen to previous programs, read my blog, find out about my books, go to my website, drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. And also listen to this evening's program if you want to in five minutes from now by going directly to blog talk radio b-l-o-g talk radio.com slash your golden years and you can listen on apple Podcasts in about five minutes as well and be sure to follow me on facebook for upcoming shows and upcoming events and i'll be posting things during this time off so If you're following me on Facebook, you'll get to read some blogs and other interesting things that I'll be posting. So that's Dr. Mara Cartel, Your Golden Years. This program was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And special thanks to my guests, Robert Anthony in Melbourne, Australia, Minerva and Ruben in Bay of Bandetas, Mexico, and of course, thank you to Art. And thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and inspiring few weeks. And happy holidays, happy, healthy, and joyful, and happy new year. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. See you in the new year. guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show.